Welcome to the Become Her podcast, where we'll be spotlighting women of color who are leaving their mark on the world and sharing actionable insights you can start applying today to begin your level up journey. So get ready to become her, the woman you want and were designed to be. Let's go, ladies. Hello, friends and family. Welcome back to another episode of Become Her. Today, I want to talk about an important word in our lexicon. Now, I'm sure you've heard the saying that words have meaning. They can shape our thoughts, attitudes, and ultimately our actions. Yet we use them loosely or ineffectively when we use them at all. But this word that I'm going to talk about today is one that we can all start to use more effectively. And that word is yes. A few years ago, Shonda Rhimes released a book called Year of Yes. A few days ago, I finally read it. I'll admit, I was sleeping on it. Because it is a good book. I mean, a really good book. And I should have expected it to be amazing because it is written by Shonda Rhimes, television producer, screenwriter, creator of Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, Scandal, Bridgerton, I could go on. But back to the book. Shonda used the word yes to help propel her to do things that scared her, that made her uncomfortable, that challenged her. In just a year, she was able to upgrade her career, unapologetically balance a busy life as a working mom, and transform her body. All of that just by saying yes to the right things. Her transformation was so amazing, I'm considering just saying yes to everything I'm asked for the next week to see what happens. And I'm only halfway joking, but you get my drift. The word yes is powerful. So you're probably thinking, what all did Shonda experience and share between the pages of her book that has convinced me of the power of this one-syllable, three-letter word? I'll sum up the lessons I learned in three points. The first lesson I learned between the pages of Shonda's book is, do it afraid. The first changes Shonda described experiencing when she began saying yes were in her career. She began saying yes to all of the public and social engagements that literally made her want to poop her pants. Anything that featured her speaking in front of people and generally being the center of attention made her uncomfortable. And for anyone who has pursued a career that centers on being in the background, I understand. Being in the spotlight can be a lot. But saying yes forced Shonda to confront her fear of speaking in public. She delivered a pretty great commencement speech at Dartmouth that was funny, witty, and authentic. She told them to get off their butts, check their ego at the door, and do great work. But she would have missed that opportunity if she hadn't said yes and done it afraid. How many opportunities are you missing out on because you say no to things that push and stretch you? I remember in college that one of my instructors put my name forward for an internship, a paid internship, by the way, with a contact of his. He didn't warn me about it. He just sent an email copying me and recommending me for a job. So you're probably thinking, that's great. That was a great opportunity. I did not think that. I spent a day trying to perfect my resume, then another day, then another day. And I slowly realized that I wasn't going to submit it. 
I was terrified. He'd recommended me, which in my mind meant I had to be perfect. I couldn't suck. And I just didn't feel ready. And of course, I wasn't ready. I wasn't supposed to be ready. I was a student. I was learning. But my imposter syndrome, fear of failure, and procrastination caused me to do nothing about that opportunity. I completely froze. And when my instructor asked why I hadn't followed up on the opportunity, I had to shuffle my feet and make an excuse about getting too busy and forgetting about it. I couldn't say that I was just so terrified of not being perfect that I didn't apply. Because that would have sounded crazy. And in my mind, sounding crazy was worse than being crazy and not applying to what was sure to be a job that I was likely to get. So while you may not be perfect, and the situation may not always be perfect, realize you don't have to be, and it doesn't have to be. Be honest, be real, be open, and say yes, even to the things that scare you. The second lesson I learned between the pages of Shonda's book is stop trying to be a Stepford woman. Shonda has three daughters that she is raising as a single mother. By choice, she would want you to know. But before she had children, she, like most people, thought women who paid for help to raise their children were a teensy bit lazy. And she unfortunately shared that sentiment with a friend who was a mother who had help and recommended that her friends get help to raise their kids. She lost that friendship. But to Shonda's credit, she has since retracted that statement. And I really feel her pain because I've been there before. I've put my foot in my mouth. I have had foot in mouth disease. In fact, while watching The Devil Wears Prada with a friend years ago, I opened my mouth and started rambling as I do, providing commentary that wasn't asked for, and commenting on how lazy rich people were, and how crazy Anne Hathaway was to take on a role as a menial slave, doing all the tasks that these entitled one percenters should be able to do themselves. You might think that doesn't sound that bad, but I forgot that one of the people in the room watching the movie with me was actually doing that type of work. And she took offense to what I said, which was, in hindsight, justified. There was nothing wrong with it, and I know that now. And after having children, Shonda realized that accepting help is not defeat. It can actually be strategic, especially if you do it right. So if you need a cleaner, get a cleaner. If you need childcare, get childcare. Say yes to accepting help to accepting support. Stop trying to be superwoman. I repeat, stop trying to be superwoman. And while you're at it, hang up that strong black woman stereotype because it's doing us no favors. It's actually limiting. And I'm pretty sure that the character of superwoman was created by men anyway, but feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Now, the third lesson I learned from Shonda's book is ladies, accept your flowers. Accept your flowers. Why is it that a lot of women can't take a compliment? I know this to be true for myself. I had to actually teach myself, I kid you not, how to take a compliment. 
And it went something like this. I received an email in my first position complimenting me on a project that I was taking part in. And it was a lovely email. And I literally had no idea what to write back. I was like a deer in headlights. I thought that if I just accepted it, it would seem cocky. I needed to find a way to share the compliment with someone else and not try and own it myself. So I Googled acceptable responses to compliments. And I actually kept some of those answers in my back pocket for when people would give me compliments in person. And I had no idea what to say. I'd have them in my back pocket so I wouldn't awkwardly stand there and just smile and say, oh, it was no problem. It was great. So I I get it. I get that women sometimes have a hard time believing that they're not just getting a kudos for showing up. And I'm in good company because Shonda, writer, producer of, as I said before, Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, Bridgerton, she also has trouble accepting her accolades. And she has a lot of them. When Shonda was told she received an award from the Hollywood Reporter, she made her team go back to them and ask them exactly why she was receiving that award. Because she didn't really think she'd done anything to deserve it. She knew she was great, but was she that great? And on another occasion, she recalls going to an award show and seeing strong, capable, accomplished women, including herself, turn into blushing, demure violets when their work was praised, lowering their head and trying to look bashful. And I'm determined that in the near future, we bury this imposter syndrome and false humility. We need to start accepting compliments with humility and the understanding that they are not participation trophies. They are the result of actions that we took. So say yes to bragging about yourself. Or as Shonda would say, being into yourself. You deserve acknowledgement. And the most important person you can get acknowledgement from is yourself. Everything else flows from that. So this year, say yes to your own awesomeness. I'm going to wrap this up now. But in conclusion... Remember to say yes to the things that matter to you. Say yes to the things that scare you. Say yes to the things that will make your life just a little bit better. Just say yes. And then figure out the rest later. Thank you so much for joining today's podcast. If anything you heard resonated with or inspired you, please leave a review and be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. As you go through this week, remember to stay humble, stay grateful, and stay grinding. You've got this, and we've got each other. Till next time. 